Welcome to another episode of the Double Comma Club with your host, Nicole Ruth of the Ruth Team, the number one lending team in Colorado. So we're doing a special edition. It's Friday. Megan is actually on flight, in flight. She's in flight, uh, doing spring break with her kids solo. So single mom, two toddlers, and they're doing the Florida thing. So my heart, my prayers are going out to her. I know she's going to have a ton of fun. Uh, so we're not going to do a full market update, but I did want to do just a really quick live talking about interest rates. What are we looking at going into the weekend? What's our strategy to get buyers under contract given the rise in rates? How do we have to go into this weekend? And for that, I wanted to talk strategy. I wanted to bring my husband in who's played football, was a football coach, talking about block and tackle. So Peter, share with me what's the strategy for going into this weekend. Absolutely, this is where I get excited because I don't know about interest rates, I barely can spell mortgage, but I do know options and I do know strategy. So let me have some time here. So we can't, you gotta be remiss. If we're gonna talk about strategies and options, we gotta talk about the 1978 Oklahoma Sooners. They were led by head coach Barry Switcher, went undefeated, won the national championship behind Greg Pruitt, Marcus Dupree, and the all-famous uh, Billy Sims, Heisman Trophy winners. But anyway, here's what they did. They implemented the option wings or the option game. Here's how that is set up. So you got your center, you got your guard tackle, you got a two tight end set up, you got a quarterback, and you got the wishbone. Wishbone is nothing but options. So following the quarterback, Every play, you could either up the middle with the fullback or this fullback running around here, and this tailback's here, this tailback's here. We can pitch any three of these. It was all about options. All about options. Block and tackle kind of strategies. That's what we're talking about, right? Love it. I love it when Nicole talks about this kind of... <laughs> we are not even... Did you know that block and tackle is not even a football term? Absolutely. <laughs> block and tackle. That's all about football is block and tackle. So we're talking... Can you block and tackle at home? Let's get into home buying strategy, shall we? Mortgage lending. What's that? Okay, exactly. Get out of here. All right. Th All right. Thanks for the invite. So we're talking mortgage strategies, not lock and tackle, which isn't even a football term. Um, but, oh my God, that's how intense this market is. Literally, put on the gear, have fun with it. Don't be all down because, yes, it's tough. And this might be the third, fourth weekend, third, fourth month, maybe even expanding a year where you're working with these buyers, trying to get them under contract, and you're trying to pull out every trick in the book. But I first want to talk about interest rates and how they're impacting your affordability, your buyer's affordability, and what they should be putting an offer on. We've got a lot of people in our TBD program, and I'm going to share with you at the end of this, that TBD un unlocks a lot of opportunities, right? The TBD process is what you want all of your buyers to go in because it unlocks the ability for quick closings for the fairway cash guarantee for my personal cash program. We're gonna talk about that right at the end. But let's talk about what these numbers mean because last time I did a live, which was on Tuesday, I talked about keeping it simple. I just said, okay, $600,000 home, a year later, we've seen a 21% increase, a 720,000. What is that increase? And it was over $920 a month difference. But I wanna break that down. I wanna be a little bit more strategic because I was just broad stroking it because I also want to bring in, what does it mean for monthly payments? 
because I used a basic 600 versus 720. We also have to think about wages. When we're talking about affordability, we have to consider what's wages doing. And wages are up 5.8%. So there's national numbers that actually show that based on wages being up and based on the median price growth, we're actually not that bad off with the increase in home prices, the increase in interest rates, and the increase in wages. But we know Denver. Denver's not Kansas City. Denver is not Omaha or it's not Wichita Falls or it's not all these places that are bringing those numbers into the 300s. We know that. Try finding a house for 300,000 in Denver. It doesn't happen. And our wages are going up, but really our wages are going up kind of close to average. We're at the top. Denver Metro is at the top on our weekly wage increase. But when you look at the rest of them, they're right in line. And when we're talking about our home price increases, so I wanna line this out for you guys so that you can share this with your buyer specific to their price point. All right, so if I'm looking at, let's still say a 680K purchase price versus a 720K purchase price. So I have 680 and 720 because we saw a 20% increase, but I'm putting 20% down. And this is where I oversimplified it on Tuesday. So I wanna actually get to the brass tax. So we're looking at 80% loan to value. So that's a 600 to 720, that's, so that's 480K loan amount, right? And this is 576K loan amount. So I'm putting 20% down, 600 purchase price, $720,000 purchase price. If I go a year ago, interest rates, if I go just past a year ago, they were under 3%. But a year ago, we started seeing those interest rates ticking up. So if I measure equal to equal, today, I'm going off of the metrics where we're surveying lenders across the country. And today, I'm just going to tell you, if you're going into this weekend, today, the market bottom is dropping out of the bond prices, which means that index is going up. Those interest rates are going up Hi, we've had two reprices, not reprices for the worst, but alerts that reprices are coming. So today is not a great day, but let's think about this. So one year ago, specifically and accurately, interest rates were 3.375. So today, 4.5, that's where interest rates are going, right? We're heading towards 5%. The speed by which we get there, the volatility between here and there, I had somebody ask me, a good friend, Lisa, she was listening to an NAR economic update, and they were saying that Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac were projecting 6.5% interest rates. Now, I went up to the Freddie Mac and Fannie Mae websites, and based on their most recent economic projections, they're still extremely low. They haven't updated them. They don't even say 4%. They're still showing in the threes. So I don't know that we're going to see 65 but if this inflation doesn't come under control, we could, right? But right now I'm projecting that we'll at least see five, maybe five and a quarter. And then at some point they're gonna come back down because we're going to see a recession. So if you're locking in an interest rate, don't buy it way down. Now is not the time to buy it way down. We are going to see a recession. We are going to see interest rates drop. This is the opportunity to lock in the home price and then you can relock the interest rate. When we see that recession, you can do a refinance. Unless, unless you've got the money and you're, maybe you had money set aside for an appraisal gap, the appraisal came in at value, you've got that extra money, you wanna lock it down now and you never wanna think about it again, that's an option. It needs to have a really good conversation though. 
Don't let a lender just talk you into buying the rate down out of fear or wanting a sexy rate. I want to be really clear with that. The lenders that are just going in with that, showing discount points to show you that sexier rate, it's a tease and it's not good financial sense. Considering we will be heading into a recession, the two and 10 year tell us that, the bottom of the unemployment rate tells us that, what's happening with the economy and the Fed trying to slow down the economy is telling us that. So I've got a $600,000 purchase price, a $480,000 loan amount, and a 3.375% interest rate. Same thing, year later, 720K purchase price, a 576 loan amount, and a 4.5 interest rate. So what's the PI on that one? And this is just the principal and interest, okay? Taxes have gone up because property values have gone up. Insurance has gone up. So the escrows are not even included in this number. They too have gone up. So getting very clear, looking at a property and looking at its property tax history, especially if they have a senior discount, usually property taxes are reassessed every two years. If it has not been reassessed in the last two years and now you go to purchase it, you're going to be really shocked at where your property taxes go. So the principal and interest on this one is $21.22, okay? And the principal on the $720,000 loan amount with 20% down at four and a half is $29.19. That is a difference of $797. That's a 38% increase in monthly payment, a 38% increase in monthly payment. You can't tell me that that's not a lot for anybody. This is where the conversation needs to go because if I just stop there, then I'm leading with fear, but don't lead with fear. The opportunity is on the other side. So I don't want to stop there. Now it gets a little bit better. It's not going to get great. I'm not going to be able to tell you I can wash that 38% away with wage increases, but it makes a difference. So if I want to afford a 21-22 payment at a 35% debt to income ratio, I need an income of $6,062 a month. If I got 5.8% increase, which is what the Denver Metro has seen year over year on average. So some people got way more, some people didn't get anything. But on average, we saw a 5.8% wage increase. That means that wage now is not 6062, but $6,413 a month. That makes this payment a 43 debt to income ratio. So I have a 35% debt to income ratio a year ago to a 46% debt to income ratio today. 2919 divided into 6413 is 46%. So I've got 46% and I've got 35%. That is not a 38% difference, right? So that is just an 11% difference. So 11% difference between with my increase in wages with this increase in payment. But with, there's so many things that go into this, with a six hundred to $720,000 increase in purchase price, so goes my 20% down. And that's where the first time home buyers have to jump in faster than they ever have before. Anybody that's sitting on the sidelines waiting for the bubble to burst is not paying attention to the amount of equity that we have in our homes. Our equity position is just shy of 70%. Just shy of 70%. That is a ton of equity. That kind of equity protects 
the homes that are currently on the market, right? Somebody's just simply gonna sell. They're not gonna have to foreclose. They're not gonna go into a delinquency status. They are simply gonna sell. All of that lack of volume of foreclosures is what's gonna keep our market healthy and continuing to appreciate. So this 720, maybe it doesn't go up another 20% next year, but it goes up 18% or 15%. And then the next year it goes up 10%. And then the next year it goes up 8%. And we start heading towards our 6% appreciation here in the Denver market. That's our historic appreciation, 6%. If I take the last 10 recessions, we have gained home values every single time because interest rates have dropped. Only in the housing bust, which was not because of the recession, the recession was because of the housing bust, did we actually lose value. So getting in now is gonna cost you a little bit more in monthly payment, it's gonna cost you a little bit more in down payment, but if you got a raise, it's gonna be less of an impact on a monthly basis based on that increase in income. So sitting down and really identifying what is the impact to me personally and how do I get in as quickly as I can. The savings rate right now dropped. It dropped to 6.4%. Historically, Americans save at 8.9%. With the increase in price of everything, we are not able to save, right? Our food is costing more. Jeremy Kane just sent me a bottle of Weed Be Gone. It's $150 right now. It's $150. The main ingredient in Weed Be Gone, the price of that has increased 300%. That bottle used to cost $40. And now today, if you go to Home Depot, it's 150. That's everything, right? That's everything. The cost of gas, the cost of milk, the cost to eat out, groceries, fertilizer, right, is a big export from Russia. And so the cost of groceries is gonna cost more. So if I'm struck, if this price keeps going up from 720 and next year that house is another 20%. So I'm adding another 140,000 onto it. So it's 860, or maybe it's a little less. Maybe it's 800. Maybe it doesn't go up quite as much, but 20% of that is still more. So as a home buyer, I have to come up with more. I can't save fast enough, not with the savings rate dropping like it is, and it will continue to drop because inflation is so expensive right? It's the cost of everything is going up. Now the Fed is reacting as quickly as it can. It literally, they were caught with their pants down. They should have been acting six months ago, eight months ago when we didn't have these world events, but nobody saw this coming. I'm not going to sit here and point fingers and say they should have, would have, could have, right? Should they have? Could they have? Yes, but they didn't. And here we are. So now they're anxiously raising the Fed rate, which is going to raise your HELOC rates. If you've got a big HELOC, you wanna be talking to me right now about refinancing that into a 30-year fixed. It's gonna be raising HELOC rates, it's gonna be raising consumer debt. If you got a lot of money on your credit cards because of the cost of everything, we wanna look at rolling that possibly in with a cash out with all the equity that you got. I do not love the idea of homes being an ATM, but if it solidifies your ability to budget and continue to save for that next investment in real estate, then I'm a big fan, right? We've got to get in front of this. Don't get freaked out by the interest rates. Know that your wages are picking up some of that, not all of it. But getting in and locking this price before it goes to 800 or 860 or 920 or whatever that number is, that costs you more for that 5, 10, 20% down at even at a higher interest rate because you can always refinance when the interest rates go down. That's the benefit, right? Because right now, 
inventory is still going to be a problem. We saw it. NAR just put out their pending home sales, and it's down 4% month over month, 5.5% year over year. The new build numbers just came out, and they talked about the fact that we have six months of inventory. 1.7 months of that hasn't even gotten started. It's not even started because the builders don't know how this is going to unpack yet. They can't get the supplies. They can't get the wood, the windows, the uh, appliances, right? Only 0.5 months of new build inventory is completed, meaning I can buy it and move into it. Not six months, 0.5 months, a half a month. So we've got to continue to stay focused on getting people under contract, locking it in, even if it is $40,000, $50,000 over asking, $100,000, $150,000, over asking, because you will make that up. And I can always refinance to drop the rate to put that back in the budget. Right. I've got what the, I've got cost of waiting analysis that I can send you. I've got the bid over ask. How long is it going to take you on that property to make that money back? You're looking at properties this weekend. I'm around this weekend. Let me run those numbers so that you feel confident and good going into that house, into that bidding war saying, OK, I can go 150 over, but I'm not I'm, I'm calling the line there. Right. Maybe I'm calling the line at 200,000 or 150 or 100,000 or maybe I'm calling the line at 40,000 but I know what my line is because I know what the payback is. This is a long-term strategy that will support your financial ability to not only build wealth, but build generational stability. Home ownership is about stability, right? Because this is the best hedge against inflation with inflation continuing to go up. And it's not gonna just come down. That price of wheat begun is not going to drop to $40 next month. It's just not, right? Wages, nobody's going to give up their increase in wages. Some of those suppliers are holding back as long as they can to continue to have consumers. So maybe that weed be gone really should cost you $200 based on the ingredients, the transportation, the gas, the wholesale cost going up 10%, um, or any of the other things, right? So if it gets on the shelf and it's $200, you're not going to buy it. You're just going to go, I'm doing, I'm dealing with the weeds, right? I'm just going to pick them. I'm going to go out there for free and I'm going to pick those weeds. They know that. So the price has gone up to 40 to 150, but maybe it should be 200. And so when some of those costs relax and it really is 150, then they're going to stay there. So not everything is going to go back to the way it was. But hopefully we continue to see an increase in wages. We know we're going to continue to see an increase in home prices because home prices historically always go up, even if they have dips. The Denver market only had four years of dips around the worst housing bust in history. So here's where I'm going to land. This is the kinds of things that you need to know going into this weekend. If you've had a TBD, it is the key that unlocks everything. If you've had a TBD full underwrite where we've cleared all the conditions, that is truly the key. That allows you to get an eight to 10 day closing. That allows you to get the fairway cash guarantee that if you can't close on time, fairway will buy that house for you. That allows you to have access to my particular, my personal program, which is the bridge loan and the cash buy loans, right? So I'm doing that. I have my own HELOCs on my investment properties and I'm helping our clients that are TBD approved help get over the hump of buying before they sell. It's been really successful and I'd love to talk to you about that. Uh, the 10 day closings is huge. So if you waive loan availability, you close in 10, eight to 10 days, you have a, a bridge loan or a cash guarantee or a cash buy, that is putting you in a position where you're going to get under contract. 
Outside of that, we also have the 100% down or 100% loan to value physician loan. We have 3.5% down jumbo programs. We have 55% debt to income ratio jumbo programs. We have the LLC program where you can actually buy in your LLC and have up to 50 finance properties and still buy in your LLC with only 15% down. This is what you need to know about. It's all about options. <laughs> And I go back to Peter, what he was talking about with the X's and the O's and the three people out there grabbing it. It's all about options going into this weekend. Stay positive, stay excited. Know that even a slight increase in cost today gets you continued success and financial wealth tomorrow. It is that simple. Sitting on the sidelines, I just ran a report with apartment list and our rents are up 15.5% year over year. 15.5% your rent while you're sitting on the sidelines watching the prices go from 400 to 500 to 600 to 720. Your rent has been going up 15.5%. Get in before it's too late. That is my plea to you. Get in, get qualified, get TBD underwritten. Talk to me today. I want to help you because this is so powerful and it means the world to me to help you. Well, Nicole Ruth, I'm working this weekend. Glad you could join me on this ad hoc Friday market update and I'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the Double Comma Club. Never miss an episode. Subscribe at thedoublecommaclub.com to hear more success stories and to get free tips on how you can get on the path to becoming a millionaire through real estate at any age. Remember, visit thedoublecommaclub.com and subscribe.